Hello my angels and welcome back to Gold Digging and Manifesting with Alanis. So apologies again for it being so long. Um, Life happens, shit happens and I just, this always slips my mind. But I will give you all the lowdown on my life at the minute. So I think the last time we spoke was Feb um, and I was just about to leave my job and I have now started my new one. I'm actually sitting in my car on my lunch break filming this podcast. So my new job is doing the same thing at my level seven apprenticeship in chartered accounting. Um, I'm working in the corporate tax firm. It's a really small team. It's just me and two directors and I'm loving it. I'm getting so much more responsibility, so much more ownership of my clients. And yeah, I'm just really enjoying going into the office every day. Um, and one of the offices is about 45 minutes away and then one of them's like a three minute drive away. So it is really handy. So yeah, work is going well. Um, In terms of my life, my boyfriend has brought his first ever flat. So I'm loving life at the minute. I've been, honestly, I'm a changed woman. I've been cleaning, doing washing, hoovering, mopping. I got all pink Um cleaning products if you want to see go and check out my instagram story um i got hello fresh so hello fresh is a new thing for me i don't cook i have never cooked before in my life except from a pot noodle however hello fresh is been a bit of a lifesaver so i'm doing three meals a week so far i've done like sirloin steak with a korean inspired twist i've done how how handmade homemade uh, beef burgers with like spinach chili like loads of random bits in i've done a stir fry i've done fillet steak i've done what am i doing tonight i'm doing like these chicken skewers and you know just stuff that i would never one even thought i would eat but it's so much different when you were eating it yourself like i'll eat it but if i was to go into a restaurant i wouldn't order it so yeah i'm actually really liking it i'm growing up a little bit it's a bit of a like whoa um the first week was really weird i feel like when we sort of got there we was a bit both a little bit anxious like the first sunday we had family rounds so my family and his family and then they left and we was a bit like uh so what we meant to do now but we've got sky now wi-fi and we've got like a tv bed that's coming at the end of the month um and he's actually away when it comes so i've got the bed to myself which i can't bloody wait so yeah we're getting there like pots and pans and stuff like that we still need to get obviously i've been cooking but my mum's away so i've been using hers but no life is going okay um i'm trying to sort of do you know what always happens i always want to get back into tiktoking and manifest manifesting and podcasting when it comes to me having an exam near. So I do have another exam in June and I really just want to pass. Like I just want to pass an exam. Um, I'm going to try and make that my priority. So if I do go a bit quiet on social media, you know why. But I want to bring back my study lives. I'm doing some TikTok shop lives. And yeah, so you will be seeing me a bit more. I do often take a break when life gets too much because obviously my job and everything like that is my main priority. But for this moment in time, I am back, bitches. So I'm going to start this podcast off with a Q&A like I always do. If you want to send in your Q&As for a chance to me to answer them in the podcast completely anonymously, then please do drop me a DM at Alanis underscore Instagram. Here we go. My ex broke up with me six months ago. 
The whole time I was insecure about this girl and I found out that two weeks after we broke up, he slept with her. He has since come back and tried to win me back. However, I don't know what to do and if I'll ever get over the fact he told me that she was someone not to worry about and then went and got with her. It just proves that I was right all along. Oh, do you know what? I don't know why boys, well, I do know why boys do that. They're not going to admit, oh yeah, I do fancy her while they're in a relationship with you. But come on, like, have a little bit of respect two weeks and you're already in another girl's knickers, especially the girl you already told me not to worry about. If I was you, babes, I personally wouldn't go back. Um, I don't think you'll be able to get over it. I think it will always play in your mind. Six months to break up is a, quite a long time. Like, I know you've probably spoken in between and stuff like that if you've said he's tried to get you back. But six months, you're nearly sort of a third or half the way there to getting over the breakup. And the fact that he's wanting you back and you don't want him back is really good for, like, your like your confidence your power of the situation because you could be like no I've got the power I'm choosing this time not to get back with you so why don't you fuck off basically um so yeah I think you're doing the right thing I wouldn't get back with him I don't think you will be able to get over it um say if this situation happens again and there's like a girl he's close with and you're worried about it and he'll be like no it's nothing to worry about you're never going to believe that then you're going to get controlling and you're going to be like oh you can't have friends who are girls he's going to be like what the fuck you're controlling you're psycho but you're not you have every reason to be um so if I was you I'd let him go I'd let that relationship go and it's really shit like way to feel because I find that when stuff like this happens you look back and you think of all the times you think oh my god like was I an idiot like was they really doing stuff behind my back and blah blah and I just didn't believe it I don't believe in these situations that they necessarily are or maybe that they even realize they fancied the girl it could have been a drunken thing and you've really got in, into his head because you've said about it so many times oh you fancy you fancy her he'd be like oh yeah maybe i do fancy her so i wouldn't look back at the past do not look back at any past events do not feel shit about yourself do not compare yourself and just move on with your life i think that is the easiest thing to do I've really noticed about myself that if I'm ever in a situation where I'm jealous of a boy or I feel like insecure about something, this isn't necessarily a good thing, but I'm like, nah, fuck off, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this. I don't need to be in a place where I feel worried or anxious that you might be doing this or anything like that. I'm like, flight or fight response, and I flight. I take that motherfucking flight and I get out of that. Um, so yeah, considering you're not even in a relationship, I just wouldn't go back there. I don't think it will work. Question number two. I really want to start a side hustle, but absolutely no idea where to start. Please help. I think this whole side hustle thing has become a little bit of a trend. Um, Side hustles are hard. Side hustles take a lot of work. I, my sort of side hustles is my selling of my ebooks, my money I generate from doing TikTok collabs and Instagram collabs, and my jackets that I sell in winter. Now, None of these, unless I put the work in, do I earn any money from. If I don't advertise my ebooks, I get no money from it. If I'm not accepting Instagram and TikTok collaborations, I'm not getting money from it. Yes, TikTok does give you, you know, money per views, but it's not a lot. I'm talking it's shit. Um, and third, my jackets. If I don't have the stock, if I don't promote them, if I don't do ads, I do not sell them. So... When I'm really busy in my life and stuff like when podcasts and TikTok slip my mind and my exams and work my main focus, sometimes my side hustles 
get neglected. So this is why passive income is good. So passive income would be, although it's not a lot, it's like my ebook sales that, you know, I'm not pushing them to get like a huge sale, but I'm selling a couple of day, maybe a couple of week because people are viewing my old um, TikTok videos. So it's just generating income of that. And I don't have to do anything to get that anymore. Had to put in the effort to make the book and then I've got this money coming in. TikTok views, yeah, like I said, it's rubbish, but it is still passive income. Another way is a stocks and shares ISA, so you don't have to do anything. You just have to put your money into a stocks and shares account, and this will generate passive income for you. So passive income is better for you if you don't have a lot of time in your hands. Because my side hustles, I can get money from them a lot more than my passive incomes when I put the effort in but not everyone has time like it's okay to have a nine-to-five job it's okay to go to uni and your work come first like when the time is right and when you find something that is right for you maybe you'll get an amazing side hustle but building very small streams of multiple passive income sources is probably an easier and better route for you it's not easy sorry to get started but it's probably a better way if you are a really busy person um to generate income you said you can't think of some idea out of any ideas so again a stocks and shares ISA you don't need an idea it's there you can get one on many banks off them not banks like websites like money box and stuff like that however um you do need money to start there's a lot of good youtube videos i'm not really the best about talking about side hustles but there's a really good uh, youtube video i've watched it about 10 times because every time i get inspiration i'm like i need a new side hustle i need a new side hustle i watch this video and it is different types of side hustles i type it into youtube and it's a man and he talks about all the different uh, side hustles you can start the money you need to get started and the complexity of them So today's topic is all about being selfish in your 20s and doing what you want. When I was thinking about this, I've realised everyone sees their 20s as a different sort of time of their life. Some people, by the time they're 30, want to be married with kids. Some people, by the time they're 30, want to have got their law degree on gone on to do this and blah blah and trained to be a lawyer or a doctor some people want to have saved money in their 20s and have their own sort of properties or a property by the time they're 30 some people want to go traveling and just fuck off and you know not worry about money not worry about love and focus on them and I've realized this is a different want and a different experience for everyone but the only thing that matters is waking up when you're 30 and thinking God, I'm so happy that I spent them 10 years being 20 doing what I wanted in my 20s. So for me, this is this is a little bit scary. I'm 21 now. Um, by the time I was 20, it was quite a big thing for me. I really wanted to be, I was like, quite. I'd gone for a breakup. I think I wasn't like 18 and then I dragged it on until like 19. Um, I, I remember like when I was still 19 and there wasn't long left in my 20s, I was still sad and I was like, I need to sort my shit out before then. And that is literally what I'd done. Um, before I had TikTok, I used to use my Snapchat t- private story as like my TikTok. And I'd done a series called um, Preparing for My 20s Day 1, Preparing for My 20s Day 2. And every day I'd done stuff that would make me feel better. So that's when I got into manifesting. That is when I, um, like I changed my hair. I spent loads of money on new outfits, got my lashes done again, like, I was really good at saving, and I just thought, now I'm going to take care of myself, and, um, yeah, 
it was just basically saying, I don't want to enter my 20s being sad. And I didn't. I didn't. I entered my 20s. I'd actually met my boyfriend when I was 19. We weren't together for a year, so he wasn't my boyfriend then. But I'd met someone new who I knew was going to be something big. Just didn't want to let myself admit it because I wanted my 20s to be like, yeah, I'm single, do what I want. Um, But yeah, I was content. I was happy. I had all the best people around me. And my goal for my 20s is to still have the same girls around me, meet new girls, um, make sure I spend time with my family, with my grandparents, with my little siblings in my 20s, but also have the right degree of selfishness. So, like, don't... If I'm in the relationship I'm in now, ever becomes that I ever become unhappy, not to fucking stay, because I think, oh, you know, but I'm going to be 30 in seven years, and that's... But no, I will do... Like, I want to have the right amount of self-respect well, the highest level of self-respect and the right amount of selfishness. So not going around and being reckless and, you know, hurting people. But if I find myself in a situation, whether that be with friends or in the relationship I'm with now, I can be like, no, I don't need this. I'm young. I've got my shit together. So I suppose I also want a solid foundation to fall back on. I also want to get my qualifications, um, to become an accountant, um, I want to be qualified, I also want my side hustles up and running, my TikTok and that, I want to go somewhere with that, because I feel like I've got something there that I can really push on, and um, being good with my money, having my own property, and yeah, sorting my spending out a little bit as well, so for me, I do need to sit down, and I want this podcast to trigger all of us to sit down and take a minute and think, right, what is it? What is the end goal I want? Now, that doesn't have to be quantifiable things or material things that we can count and say, I need to have this bag, I need to have this particular house. But the emotions that we want to feel when we're 30, do we want to feel content? We want to feel, I hope we do, do we want to feel like we are ready to settle down? Because um, some people, they have like a relationship in their 20s. This really scares me. They have like a long-term relationship in their 20s, break up when they're like 27, and then go on like a mad one when they're 30. I know for a fact I don't want to do that. I'd rather do my madness now. And madness doesn't have to mean going out, drinking, and getting fucked every weekend, which... I'm sure we all do, but it for me it just means like I've really experienced everything. I've been to Las Vegas with the girls. I've been on, you know, also nice romantic holidays. I've been to Mexico or I've been to the Caribbean with my with a partner. I've done that with my family, but never a partner. Like want to make sure I've done that and I'm not ever settling for less. I think twenties, we should all agree, is the stage of our life where we're not gonna settle for nothing. And I don't believe when you're 40, you should settle for nothing. But especially when we're so young and we've literally, the world is our oyster. And um, I want to make sure that I felt like I was productive in my 20s and didn't waste too much time watching reality TV shows and smoking my off bar. Like, I want to make sure that I had weekends where I was fulfilled and I didn't just spend my money going to the same pub, meeting the same people, talking about the same shit. I want to make sure I go on good weekends away to Ibiza, Marbella, Liverpool, Manchester, I want to make sure that I lived spontaneously, I want to make sure that I was good at my job, but I also didn't let my career take over my life, that I had the right balance, that I logged on when I was meant to, and I left when I was meant to, you know, give and take, maybe have to do overtime sometimes, or some weeks I feel a bit shit and aren't as motivated, but I want to make sure that my I'm good to my job, and my job is good to me, that I always surround myself in a work environment where I feel comfortable, and I feel like my colleagues respect me for the work I'm doing, and I'm getting the pay to match that. So there's loads of things to take into factor. There's loads of different areas of our life. Now, what we can actually do is a will of life. So a will of life is where you get a piece of paper. I'm going to do this today and I'm going to post it. You get a will, uh, like a will, you get a paper and you split like a, um, 
chart, like a pie, into different sections, and you rate it, you rate how content you feel in your relationship with your family, are you making enough time for them, Um, you split it in your job, am I happy, you split it in your self-love, do I, am I doing enough stuff for myself, am I drained, am I sleeping enough, am I eating the right foods, and you split it into different categories, and you rate it, then what this does is it gives you a real good indication of the areas in your life that you need to put more time in, and maybe areas, say if like work's really got a good rating but your social life hasn't can you take some time out of your work life and put more into social life a good thing for social life is I want to make sure like I book loads of things with different people so that I'm not just going out with the same girls every weekend I love my girls but like I'm making sure I meet up like go to brunch with my auntie one day or you know one Saturday I've saved to do that with my boyfriend or I've saved it to do with my sister take my sister to London getting stuff booked in the calendar is a really good thing um and something I really want to focus on because I've become lazy I'm a last minute person I say I'm not going to go out get to the weekend I go out like I said same people same shit spend the same money so it is about creating a life that fulfills you and not just fulfills your Instagram are you wasting so much money going here, there and everywhere, just to get good pics on the gram, but it's not actually fulfilling you. So you need to find out what fulfills you and what makes you happy. Now, in our 20s, we are literally all at different stages. You might have gone to school, I've gone to school with girls that now are engaged and have kids. Engaged and have kids. And I'm sitting here, in this flat, on the floor, filming a podcast, on my lunch break, I've had chocolate for lunch, um, no, chocolate for breakfast, frazzles for lunch, I'm actually going to make myself, I'm going to make dinner tonight, but I'm going to make my, get up and make myself some bacon now, um, and yeah, maybe I'm not uh, where they are in life, but it doesn't mean that I haven't succeeded, for some people, having a family and having a relationship and being married is, is their goal in life, they are, think they're made to be a mum, which is great for them, but I know I, I, that is not right. I want to be at 21, maybe when I'm 31, but not 21. Um, so it's about thinking about what fulfills you. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Life isn't a race. You're on your own path. And the only thing you should be comparing yourself to is the person you was this time yesterday. Making yourself better than the person that you was yesterday. And it's so hard these days with Instagram. Like, some girls might have met, like, a really rich boyfriend, which is fucking banging good for you, yeah? I'm not, like, slating this at all. But their boyfriend might be paying for them to go, like, all these luxurious holidays. And you're sitting at home thinking, God, I'm scraping it together to go to bloody Tenerife with the girls this year. Like, what am I doing wrong? No, it doesn't mean that they're any more successful than you. They have met a partner who's successful and they're lucky and they're going on all these trips. But it doesn't mean that, oh, I'm 21, like I should be going my bay and I be friend. Da, 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 da. You do what is right for you and where you are at. I had this sort of discussion with my girls. So our first girls' holiday got cancelled um, two years ago because of COVID. And we didn't go last year because it was shit. And then this year, like, I was like, no, we've got to go Ibiza. Everyone's going Ibiza. I want to go Ibiza. I don't want to go Ionapa or Zanny because I feel like I'll be in, like, Oceana 18 for a week. But then we thought Tenerife is a common ground. It's not as expensive as, like, Ibiza and Mabea. But it's still, you get all ages there, don't you? You get old people, you get young. So we just thought it'd be a really good middle line, uh, middle ground. So... Yeah, but that is because I've been thinking, I'm 21. What am I doing going to Zanti or Iron Apple? Should we go and be friend that? But no, what? Who, who says? Who says you should be doing that? Um, so yeah, all I can say about this podcast is do this wheel of life. I'm going to do it. 
work out where there's missing gaps in your life and what areas you're lacking in because it's good sometimes we don't want to admit sometimes I don't want to check my banking app because I don't want to know how much money I've spent like this month or after a night out and it's it's a fear of knowing that you've done something you shouldn't the fear of knowing you're failing basically but do this wheel of life now and start and work on it and every three months do this wheel of life and think right have I put in the work? Have I made my life more balanced in all areas that was lacking and in areas where I was putting too much in? Um, and remember to think of when you see yourself at 30, you don't have to have a detailed plan with quantifiable things on there. It's about where you want to be and how you want to feel within yourself. You want to feel accomplished. And if you don't know how that is, I'm sure you'll figure that out. Put down the stuff you love. If it's you love your family, make sure, you know, spending time with your family. If you're, you know, not, really into your job then you don't want to be in your job still when you're 30 so maybe it's finding a job you love you're 21 you're 27 you're 29 you've got time to find a career you love you've got time to start your own business and do what you want so i hope that if you take anything away from this today it is don't stress our paths are all different and as long as by the time we're 30 we fulfilled we feel fulfilled in the path that we took and the journey that we created and the journey that we rode out then we have succeeded in our 20s.